The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 78. The Beauty in the Basics. Hi there, and welcome to session number 78 of the Dancepreneur Studio. I'm so happy that you've joined me. My name is Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneur Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance as they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. It was very early in the morning when I recorded this interview that I'm about to share, but I did not mind at all. I had such a great conversation with my upcoming guest who is all the way in Germany. So thank God for technology. It was early here in the LA area, and I think it was afternoon in Germany. And so it was great to connect, and we had a great conversation. Kalita Beck and I had a great conversation about mentorship and how she created her online courses, which I think you'll find very helpful, and her dream dance trip, which I think you'll be very excited to hear about because it can be the same for you if you want to study with mentors, whether they're in dance or something else that you admire, and just the kind of things that you can learn. So I think you will enjoy this very much. Thanks again for joining me. Hi, this is Kalida Bech dancer, choreographer, teacher, and entrepreneur coming to you from Germany, and you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. I love how technology affords us to connect with people that we normally wouldn't have. And again, I'm thrilled to be bringing you another creative, awesome dancer, choreographer, entrepreneur from Germany. Kalita Beg is a multi-award winning professional belly dance performer, instructor, and entrepreneur who's, like I said, based out of Germany, another one of the many countries I plan to visit. She is a sought-after performer and teacher locally and internationally and has developed successful online workshops and courses. So it's early in the morning in the LA area. It's mid-early afternoon in Germany, and this is so awesome that we can connect. Kalita, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. I'm good. I'm good. Excited. Yes. Me too. I'm so I'm thrilled because I've taken one belly dancing class, and I was, oh. I was very intrigued, just one. Wow. <laughs> and I actually also had another guest who is uh, who does mainly belly dancing, too, and she's an entrepreneur. And, oh, cool. And like I said, I'm intrigued because I love all dance forms, and I want to just experience all of it. And as a dancer, you definitely understand that. Yes. In yes. your experience, um, do students with dance experience do better with belly dancing than those that are just starting off? What would you say about that? Well, it depends a bit. Um, I definitely think that people who have dance or movement background have an easier time picking up uh, new dance movements. But um, it depends on which dance form. For instance, if you do classical, it will help with arm carriage, posture, turns and lines, definitely. Um, but it can also be more difficult to relax your abdominals for certain movements in belly dance. On the other hand, I think it's good to have both. So if you have dance forms that make it challenging to do belly dance, as long as you practice it, you will have benefit of both dance forms. Same with uh, Latin dance. 
it can give you extra fire and spunk um, into your belly dance movement. So I definitely advise to mix it up. If you start with belly dancing, it's also good to add different movement styles after. So you can mix this in any direction that you want. That's what I love about dance, how you can fuse the styles together. And I know that you stress the importance of conditioning in your courses and your workshops. Are there any specific conditioning exercises that you think are more beneficial than others to get better at belly dancing? Definitely. Um, And that's breathing. Breathing is such um, a core concept and it changes everything in your movement. It changes your body even. And this is something I've discovered relatively late. I've been working with Monica Volkmar of the Dance Training Project. Yes, she's awesome. I was part of uh, her test group last year and so were you. I think. Yes. Yes. See, see. And um, this has really changed and deepened my, my own dancing. And I'm trying to now work this into my classes and, and share what I've learned over the past year. Dance and movement, they connect through breathing is what I think. You know, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I've recently, not recently, but it's been since December, I've started taking hot yoga. Uh-huh. And it's been amazing because of the whole emphasis on breathing and just you just don't realize how important that is and how many dancers don't really pay attention to it and so I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I'm finding too after obviously going through that program and being mindful of it how much it helps the movement quality your endurance your capacity to handle different types of movement and things so thank you so much for bringing that up In order to be a good teacher, you need to be a good student. And from personal experience, I know how critical it is to have one-on-one coaching and mentoring. You recently fulfilled a dream of working privately with your dance mentor in Greece. Can you tell us about that experience? You know, what were some of the highlights and what was your mindset going in? How did you take full advantage of the experience? I saw the pictures. Oh, my goodness. It was beautiful. (laughs) So, oh, I'm so excited to hear about this. Okay, well, it's still really fresh. I I flew back uh, this Sunday, so two days ago. So I still have to process everything that happened. But um, I am I am making a blog post out of all of this uh, to make sense of the experience. But it was amazing. It, it really was a dance dream of mine to to closely work with one of my dance heroes, and she is from Cuba originally, and she moved to Greece a few years ago. So now it's a lot easier to to actually make time and go study with her. Also last year, after doing the dance training program, that I needed to go back to the core movements. So relearn the essentials because I've noticed that my movement has changed so much by working with the basics that I wanted to try and boost my practice again. So instead of learning new things and more advanced techniques, I wanted to to deepen my core training. And uh, Bozenka, who is my teacher that I travel to, she is a dancer that has very deep connection in her movements. So I thought it was great timing. So that's why I decided to contact her. Because I could stay near her home, I had the opportunity to not only learn intensively one-on-one, but also to spend time with her, meet her family, chat after the workshops, have dinner and and just connect. And this, this is something I think that is essential for learning as well. It's not only about the dance movements, but in any art, I think, even beyond dancing, it's important to 
pay mind to the person behind the art. So if art is real, um, if you show something of yourself, that brings so much more than being the best dancer you can be. So spending time with somebody you look up to in dance, through osmosis somehow, I think you learn more than just the dancing classes that you take. Kalida, I'm so thankful that you brought that up because I was just thinking as you were talking that this interactive experience that you had, yes. it's one, you know, spending that one-on-one time, first of all, with going back to the basics and training yes. and realizing, okay, this is what I need to work on. Yes. But then beyond that, and just how enriching it is to spend time, yes. like you said, with someone you look up to, the things that you learn that apply to every other area of your life. And like exactly. I said, personally, going through it, you know, d- training personally with someone that I look up to as well. And mm-hmm. it totally broadens Everything. It just, yes. it's a mate to me. It's almost surreal. Like, oh my goodness, I get to do this and I'm learning all this. And exactly, it's helping exactly. me grow as a dancer and a person. So I was so yes. excited that the timing of this worked because I really wanted to hear about your experience. Yes. What was the training like in terms of did you divide up the hours of, okay, we're going to work on these specific exercises for these number of hours? Or how, was it more fluid? How was that? Well, we, we decided on a general schedule for the week. And then we could work or change it as we went along. So I arrived on Sunday, but it was very early. So we took Sunday off as a day to just generally come down and land. And from Monday till Friday, we had planned four hours a day as a starting point. So I would have breakfast and walk down the little hill that my uh, apartment was on and to the studio, which is by the sea. And we would have two hours of class. Then one hour of break where we could either go home and rest or um, stay near the studio. And then two more hours of dancing or consultancy. And then um, on the next day, we would review what we did and then move on to the next topic. And topic-wise, we started out with the basics as she would teach their her new students. So I, I was able to see how she would teach. So it's also important for uh, for my teaching to have different inputs on how to explain movements, how she approaches certain topics. So um, I was in there as a beginning student learning the movements, but also to improve my teaching of certain concepts as well. So I went through her basic movements on day one and day two, and then we started adding on details. So things where we noticed um, I could use more work, deepening my core movements or traveling uh, turns across the space. But we also started talking more about um, dance and life in general. And this this kind of got mixed more and more. So it started very structured. And then it became more organic as the week uh, progressed. And this was very enriching, I think, and uh, so inspiring in dance, but also, I think, for practice, how I could structure my days more efficiently, but also uh, where to find new inspiration. Yeah, it was a very interesting experience. Oh, it sounds like it was and just looking at the pictures and I thought oh what a great opportunity and so necessary too if you want to grow and get to the next level and I think you have to take in yourself before you can give out and your students are obviously going to benefit from this week that you spent with your mentor so that's it's really exciting I can only imagine how it's going to affect your workshops and other things and your performances 
And speaking of which, I mentioned earlier about your successful online courses and your DVDs and your workshops. Can you take us through your marketing process on how you started creating these online classes and your DVDs and what you learned through the process, what kind of tips you want to share? Sure. Well, I started with producing DVDs before I did the online classes, and this was in 2011, I think. Yes. Um, So in 2011, I was asked by my first mentor. I'm lucky enough to to have more than one mentor, uh, Aziza of Canada. And she has a successful DVD production company. And she asked me if I would be interested in being one of her guest DVD teachers. So I would record a DVD at her studio in Canada under her umbrella, but I would have to provide the material myself, uh, write the script, and of course, execute the DVD teaching. And this was quite a challenge. It, I was amazed that he asked me. I, I cried, of course, as one does. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was something that felt right. So I rose to the challenge, used my IT background also to help with the logistics. And uh, her husband, who is an actor, has put up a great production company with a great team. So it was really a team effort. I brought what I prepared and they made it beautiful. So it was um, a very enriching experience as well. And all that I had learned in this process is what I used to start up my online classes. So five years later, I was able to take what I got from this experience to create my own or produce my own material. So I'm really grateful on different levels for this first experience I had producing the DVDs. Also because I I was involved in the post-productive process as well. So once the DVDs were ready, uh, I was already back home. And we were able to send the files of the recordings to my home. I download them and um, review. So my software testing background came in handy with um, speeding up the process. And then I created the web shop for selling the DVDs. Back in 2011, it wasn't as easy yet as now. Now there's more tools for it. And uh, created a website to go with that as well. So fast forwarding to 2015, that's when I was teaching on my own and I had some students, but it's hard for my students from Belgium to travel to Germany. So a few of them asked me to record maybe some of my classes that I teach here locally in Germany so they could follow it from their home. And this was quite early for me in this um Area, So I hadn't had any experience with recording classes, but one of my students works with my first teacher and she records the classes she does. So she asked if she could help me. So we started working together on this and I devised a 10 week program called Belly Dance Essentials because that's where I was at. Uh, I wanted to relearn my own basic movements and give students that are new to dance, new to belly dance, or teachers who want extra input for their classes to have something they could follow at home and uh, mix and match in any way they wanted to. So we had a 10-week program and my student who assisted brought her camera, filmed them in the studio where I normally teach. And then I uh, would edit what we recorded and that was my first foray into online classes. 
And for this, I used Gumroad, gumroad.com. I don't know if you're familiar with that yes, program. Yes, 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 I am. yes. yes. Great. Yes. Very easy to use. It's easy to use. It's free and it can hold quite large files. So I was very happy I discovered this because it can be tricky if you want to um, upload your files to your own website. It can get expensive if people download a lot of volume. So I use Gumroad for these uh, online classes. And as for tips, I would say try something out. Just it doesn't have to be perfect on the first go. You just make a small class, uh, record it, and let your own students test it. And because every time I did a recording and put it online for my own students, which was a small group at that point, they gave me wonderful feedback that I could use for the next class. So in these 10 weeks, I learned a lot and I was able to use this in the next series. So every time you do something, it's it's like in dance, I guess, you can use what you learn to improve the next uh, phase. So I would record, then send it to a couple of students. They would give me feedback and then I'd start preparing the next class. And this was October 2014, I think. And after the series was done, I started thinking of what I could do next. So the first series was general and had little tidbits of different kinds of techniques, but I wanted to go more into themes like online workshops and not just classes, because there's a lot of dancers already who offer online classes. I thought it might be nicer to have something different, so it would add instead of overlap too much. And that's when I started recording this second series, and this is uh, focused on shimmies, so shimmy techniques, drills you can do for shimmying, movement preparation that will help and conditioning and specific stretches that you can do to make this technique easier to learn. And I did this recording in the summer of 2014. And as I was recording, I noticed that there was more and more topics that I want to do. So I tried to pace myself, not to do too much at once. Otherwise, it can get difficult to market it successfully. So that's another tip. First one is uh, to just start small and learn as you go. Second one is to um, try and think of what you want to share. Because as a dancer, it can be hard to choose which topics would be interesting for your students. And for me, I try to pick topics that either I'm very passionate about or that I think are very challenging for me. For instance, um, chimis is a topic that I struggled with as a beginning dancer a lot. I studied with as many teachers as I could, asked advice from my co-dancers, and even I learned from my students when teaching this movement. So it's something I had to dive in to grasp it. And this is why I had tons of material in the end when I got it to share. And another approach you can do is to find what is easy for you. So I naturally tend to move easily with props because it gives me an extra input, tactile input. If I, for instance, use a veil, it's easier for me to know where my arms are. And this is another topic that I like to teach because it uses what comes naturally for me. So the topics are an important part of what you do. And then for marketing, it's good to share the work behind the results. It can be nice to have something to present that is, that is already shiny and packaged. But if people understand all the work that goes in something, I think it, it connects more with the actual result. So it gives a bit more of context. And as for marketing itself, it's good time now, I think, for entrepreneurs because there's so many options to market yourself um, for free. It didn't used to be possible. Before Facebook, it was a lot harder to reach 
broad audience. So I have a Facebook group, especially for my students who work with my DVDs and online classes. And there they get to get, ask me questions or I can post updates, little tidbits of what I'm working on. I always make a small video with clips so people can see what's coming up, what I'll be sharing in my online classes. And also it, it helps to highlight what I think is important when I teach a certain topic. So people know if they will like the style or not before they purchase anything. Uh, I use YouTube for this and you can integrate this with Gumroad. You can add links back and forth. And in Facebook, of course, you can link to the videos. So it's, it's good to have a visual representation of what the class will be. And of course, the, my website, I have a page dedicated to all of the classes I have. I've reworked it a couple of times to make it more visible what is on offer. Kalita, you brought up so many wonderful, insightful, useful <laughs> tips. <laughs> I, I bet there's you know, that question. That's the first that comes up. You know, just as you're talking and stuff, I thought, you know, this question is a marketing course in itself, period. Good, <laughs> so, good, good, yes. <laughs> you brought up so many great things. I love what you said about you didn't wait to be perfect. And, you know, this has come up yes, so much. Yes, yes, I know yes. so many people like, oh, I just, you know, I need to get this completely right before I release. I loved how you know that it's important to get feedback from your students. And exactly, yes. I also loved what you said. Yeah. And I love what you said about how you didn't want to overlap on the different, you know, as a dancer, overlap on general topics and that kind of thing, but really yes. hone in on and focus on specific elements. And as I was looking through your workshops and your courses, I thought, oh my goodness, this is great because there's stuff about performance, about makeup, about, like you said, the shimmies and core yes. conditioning and all that kind of stuff, which I think is awesome. So with the focus workshops and the courses, are there ones that you like teaching more than others? Are there ones that are more popular? Who would you say your main demographic is? Is, is it just kind of spread out? I, I'm interested in you know how that all is uh, working together. Well, as for the workshops, it, it kind of grows as I grow as a dancer. And I sometimes get phases where I'm into a certain topic for a while, and then it switches, like with music, I think, the same. At the moment, right now, my favorite topics are dance conditioning and drills because this ties in nicely with what I've learned in the past year so going back to the core of movement or even movement preparation the things you can do as a dancer before you even start your warm-up that will enhance anything you practice so it's about optimizing your practice sessions and preparing yourself for movement optimally and this can be useful for dancers in any dance style I think or movers yes. maybe even for martial arts and I also draw from different movement um, practices and the drills part used to be the biggest part of this workshop but, as, but as I've learned more about the movement preparation it's kind of shifted so now I do apply the movement preparation to the movements just to show the effects that it can have on range of motion on presence but it can also be a nice introduction for non-belly dancers to apply movement in this oriental way. And the second topic that I like a lot is performance tips and tricks, also because it's such a broad subject. And here I can share the tips that I, that I learn as I go, because as a performer, it can be about more than just the dance steps. There's so many workshops about uh, dance technique, but there's a whole world between learning technique and making a dance out of it and then even performing this dance can 
it can take different skills that you can practice as well as any movement technique. And this is about using your breath to moder modulate intensity in dancing or using your face for expression, but also using your eyes, for instance, to connect with the audience, but also to connect with your movements. We talk about using the space so it's uh, stage dynamics from classical dance, but it also applies to belly dance when put on a stage and audience interaction, which can be, it can be applied abstractly if you're not close to an audience. It can be still the same because you can be the best dancer in the world and still add more to it by connecting to your audience or by bringing more of yourself, of your personality into your dancing. So these are concepts that really intrigue me and inspire me as well. As I teach these subjects, I learn a lot from my students as well because I try to interact with them as well, ask them what their uh, favorite parts of performing are, um, what are their fears, what, what is most challenging. And as we go, I, I learn as much from the students as that I share. So these two topics are my favorites at the moment. And my main demographic, um, it is belly dance students, belly dance teachers, and well, it might also be um, dancers from different dance forms, but there hasn't been much overlap yet. I think with these last two topics, it might, it might be more open also. Yes, as you're talking about them, and I th and as I like I said, as I was going through the topics in your workshops and courses, mm -hmm. I thought there isn't a lot of material available on this. But like you said, it's so important yeah. as a dancer, as a performer, because it's more oh, than yes. just the technique. And yeah. um, I I love that you were able to hone in on that and really focus on that. And I love to how you talked about that and getting the feedback from your students because yes, it is yes. about them, and you learn just as much as just as much as they learn from you. And I love that exchange exactly. between a teacher and a student. So thank you so much for explaining that. Now we're yes. going to go through um, what I call the dance printing quick steps. So there's three uh -huh. quick questions and you just have to tell me what comes to mind. Are you ready? I am. I hope <laughs> okay. I am. Yes. So I know, I know you've had ballet training, but is there yes. a dance style you haven't tried but would like to and why? There, there are a bunch of dance styles. The first thing that comes to mind is uh, tango. Because Ooh, yes. yes, yes, I just love the aesthetics and uh, the power in this dance, and also the music is beautiful. So obviously, that would be something I would like to try just to see how it feels. Another dance form that I, I that intrigues me, but I haven't had the chance to try yet, is flamenco. Also oh, because of the power, <laughs> the music, the rhythm, uh, the femininity. Yeah, it's, I love watching it, but I would love to try it as well. Yes, I agree. I, and it's interesting. Uh, a lot of my guests have said tango or some other style of ballroom ah. that they'd like to try. Myself, yes. too. I haven't done a lot of it at all. Mm -hmm. But I would I like I totally agree with everything you said about that. Who is your favorite dancer and why? Ooh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard it's one because there's so hard. many, at least for me, there's a lot. Well, well, two that obviously are on my mind right now are Bozenka, uh, my mentor that I studied with last week. And um, Aziza, my, my first mentor, also uh, a great belly dance artist. And I love them both, not just because they are two of the best dancers I know in their field, but because of their personality. And it shines through in their dancing. They are generous, funny, and just wise, wise women. And I love just being near them, I, I think, enriches my life. And it's, it's so inspiring to see how... Also, they keep learning, keep progressing, and keep enriching their dancing. 
and they are generous in everything that they do. So this is why I like them as persons. And in their dance styles, Aziza to me is the epitome of elegance. She has a classical background as well. She's done ballet for years and years. And it, it is a nice way to see how you can use this in oriental dance. She moves beautifully on a stage, has great lines, beautiful arms, yet still the earthy expression of oriental. And Bozenka, I love her for her musical interpretation. Her technique is amazing. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. And also she has this little extra, like Aziza, this magic of personality shining through in the dance. Yeah, so these are my favorites. What is the dance style that currently describes your day-to-day and why? Okay, I wanted to say mambo because I like the word. (laughs) 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 But maybe it's better to have something that actually applies. Well, I think oh, modern, <laughs> modern would be nice because um, at the moment, things are so much in flux, changing. Might also be the influence of the week of study of I had in Greece. Yes, the, the organic movement, going with the flow, staying in motion and adapting to gravity or as external influences as well as moving from yourself. So this mix makes me think of modern dance somehow. Oh, I love that. Oh, gosh. Now you're making me want to get in the studio right now. <laughs> Roll on the floor. Yes, Roll yes. on the floor. Do some exactly. floor works. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, getting gosh. out of your comfort zone, which is what I'm mm-hmm. doing right now as we speak. <laughs> you're doing great, Kalina. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I, I've actually started um, taking modern dance classes with my ballet teacher since um, oh. January. And it's been so interesting. I love how she changes from being... Um, awesome ballet teacher to this very interesting modern jazz yes yes i like to see a dancer show different sides of herself so i yeah it's uh, interesting what technique does she focus on is she does she fuse like horton and graham or does she and cunningham or you know people like that or does she focus on one specific modern technique it's a bit of a mix i think she she, she uses also the classical background so it's it's more of a mix ah, okay. of yes that and jazz and she used to be in musicals when she was younger as well so i'm getting a nice mix of all of these styles and i love yes. musicals myself i i love uh, f- watching fred astaire he's oh, one of my gosh, heroes yes. and yes so it's nice to have all these influences from my youth back into my dancing right now. This was unexpected. So I think I'm hooked <laughs> on a oh, class. Oh gosh. Yes, yeah. That sounds like a great, she sounds like a great teacher. Oh my goodness. She's amazing. I'm very lucky in the teacher department. You are. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you? I am working on Omnipresence. So there's a bunch of places they can find me. First thing would be my website. That's www.kalidadance, one word, dot com. And next to that, I'm also on Facebook as Kalida Dance. On YouTube, I'm just Kalida. I was key. I was early. And I have a blog, (laughs) (laughs) which I'll also be using to post my experience of my dance studies in Greece. And the blog URL is kalidadance.blogspot.com. Great. I was just about to ask when you were going to post that up because I definitely want to link all of this in the show notes so people can find you in one place. And thank you, Kalida, so much for your time and for sharing so generously. And I loved talking to you. You were awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
So how do you go back to the basics, whether it's in dance or business or something else? I would love to get your feedback and you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 078 where you can also find the show notes to this session. And if you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, review, and for you to subscribe on Apple iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And that way I can continue improving the podcast as well as give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.